Guys, the Astros bats are dead. They are, they are nowhere to be found. They, they find them a little bit today against the Yankees in the series finale, but then the bullpen chokes it away, and the Astros just lost three or four against the Yankees at home. I think that's not very good at all. When you're it's the team, you have to make a statement against a team like the Yankees. It's, we're really early, so we shouldn't overreact too much, but we've been saying that for a few weeks now. I, I wanted to win this series, or at least split it. I didn't want to go th- one to three. Man, I don't like that. JP... Justin, I I just don't know what to say about these this Astros lineup. It's totally underperforming right now. I think the bats are underperforming, and I think the pitching is starting to get shaky because of it is the problem too. Because um, you look in the four games against the Yankees, we gave up two, uh, one run, four runs, four runs, six runs. So that that first game, which is the game we won, we only gave up one, and that that's what you're looking for. I figure whenever your bats are low, you you need that starting pitching. And to be fair, in some of these games, like Justin Verlander starting pitching was out of his mind. Our bullpen is starting to get super shaky. And people like McCullers today wasn't really pitching too well. Uh, uh, yesterday with Keichel, Keichel was looking pretty bad. Still, we're an eighth of the way through the season and he still hasn't shown up. And I think, so I, I think worse than the bats is the pitching. Save of Justin Verlander. Justin, what do you think? Uh, I disagree about the pitching. Starting pitching has looked all right. I mean, Keichel... I mean, most of the runs he gave up yesterday were off two John Carlos Stanton home runs, and the bats just never showed up. And honestly, our bats are looking like 2015, 2016. They strike out a lot. They cannot drive in runners in scoring position. I mean, it, bats are not looking good so far. Not at all. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Keiko just – he hasn't you, – you give him more credit than I actually do. I think Keiko has been the only starting pitcher that's been bad. Yeah. But I'm at a point now, like I don't, I don't know if it's too early, and I, it probably is too early. But I'm, I'm ready to trade the guy. I, I am. It is too early to trade. Yes. Um. So yeah. like right now, he has of the five starters, he has the lowest ERA or the highest ERA at three point nine eight. Uh. But he yeah, actually he lowered that after yesterday's start. Well, no, I, I don't know when this is through, but uh, he had a four point zero ERA before his last. Oh, game I see what Yankees. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He actually lowered it. But you look, he has a three point nine eight, and McCullers has a three point seven three. So the, I'm saying the two of them are kind of diminished, whereas Verlander, as we kind of expected, passed Morton and Garrett Cole in terms of ERA, but they're all three of them still under two for an ERA. Um, Verlander's getting close to having a one ERA. And so I think the three of them are relatively solid, but I feel like it's Keiko and the bullpen. You look, Ken Giles, don't even... The man punched himself in the face. I don't... Oh my gosh. The man punched... I don't want a guy closing games for me if he's punching himself in the face. I need a guy who's more cool, calm, and collected than that. Ken Giles, I like him as a pitcher. I am done with him as a closer. I, I want him on the team. I want him as I want him in a Will Harris type role where he can come in and get some guys out. Having him in the bullpen would be nice. He can't be the closer anymore. It's time to go after Brad Hand hard. Also, give the opportunity to Chris Davinci to close because he looks great every time he goes out there. I mean. He's just been doing good, and then he I has. Don't know. He, but is that really that much of an upgrade? So here's the thing, too: is like today, Davinsky uh, came in and he pitched an inning, and then he pitched the eighth. Come in the ninth, they benched him for Will Harris, who blew the game. Will mm-hmm. Harris blew the game. Brad Peacock had to come in and clean up after him. Have Davinsky be that two inning closer, that bringing him in eighth and the ninth. I think I completely agree. I like he would be so good in that role. Right I, I disagree with both of you because I think Chris Davinsky. We have if we don't have a lefty 
a lefty bullpen guy. If we don't have a guy that can come in against lefties, Chris Davinsky, his, his numbers against lefties right now are incredible. We have to keep him in the lefty role. Like, he come in and get the lefties out. I don't want to put him in the closer role because then you, you have to wait on him to use him in the ninth inning. It's, we need someone. We need outside help. Mm-hmm. Zach Britton, Brad Hand. I don't know. There's probably some other guys out there I can't think of. Roberto Ozuna from the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. If if they start to go in the tank, and the AL East is wild right now. But it's if crazy. The, yeah. If if the if the if the I almost said the Raptors. If the Blue Jays, if they if they decide they're done and they want to you know start looking forward to the next season, start shipping out players for prospects. Marcus Stroman and Roberto Ozuna are both guys at the top of the list that are going to be gone. And I, I would love Roberto Ozuna in the closing role. Yep. He is solid. And so you look at the rest You look at the rest of the bullpen, though, and davinsky has been pretty well. I do agree that we need, do need to add talent, Absolutely. unfortunately. And if that means we have to get rid of Keuchel, then we can get rid of Keuchel. But we would only, obviously, we would probably not make the trade away for Keiko with the same team that we would make the trade for a player. So it would either have to be a three-team three team deal or a team that feels confident getting rid of one of their starters for a starter like that. No, they, could, they could make two separate deals, I think. They could cash cash out Keiko to, to, for some prospects and then bring back a reliever for some more prospects. I could see something like that. But happening. then if that was the case, you cannot trade Keiko before getting a pitcher ahead of time. You cannot get rid of Keiko and then get no return anywhere. That's fair. You have to acquire the pitcher first. Wait, I mean, I mean, and... Trades aren't exclusive. It feels like it at all. It feels like sometimes that MLB teams only do trades in a certain in in the month of July. Yeah, that's true. But we've seen the Astros uh, traded for Scott Casimir a few years ago mm-hmm. in the month of June. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could see something like that happen where they go for a closer or something like that early. Time will tell. But they need to do something about the bullpen. And where is Kyle Tucker? I think Kyle Tucker needs to be here now. We're getting zero from the left field spot. Derek Fisher has been horrible. Jake Marizic has been horrible. Marwin Gonzalez, when he's been playing left field, has been horrible. That left fielder spot has just been awful all year, except for whenever Josh Reddick plays there. But then Jake Marizic's in center, and mm-hmm. there, there you go. But Kyle Tucker, Ted Tucker, whatever you want to call him, I think he would be an instant upgrade to this offense. No, so Evan Gaddis has been a big zero designated yep. hitter. That's a little bit trickier of a problem because that's like a trickle down effect. The DH spot we have to like. That's just a whole other issue. I think we just have to wait on Gaddis to, you know, turn it around if he's going to. And that's another guy. He's the same position as Keuchel, free agent after this year. Why not ship him out of here? They did the same thing with Scott Feldman, and Scott Feldman was giving you about the same level of production that yeah. Evan Gaddis is, and know pitcher versus batter, sure, but they're not they're not going to give you much more than what they're giving you. And Gattis. I think you can even allow Gaddis on the bench for a little bit. McCann's been looking pretty well uh, in his numbers. You have him catch, and you could even have someone like Max Stasi, who's been okay, who's been showing progression, I think, though. Give him the opportunity to have a couple DH days, uh, get that bat rolling. He's uh, he's about in the middle of our lineup. He's actually batting better than Yuli uh, coming back. Uh, Jose Altuve is still looking like MVP Jose Altuve. Yep. But it, he just got that first home run, and I thought that that was super funny a couple days ago, and already has another one since then. Uh, but other than him and then Correa is the only other guy who has an above 300 batting average yeah. 307. And we're used to last year we had like six or seven guys yeah. with 300 batting average. It was insane. Springer, Alex Bregman, Altuve, Correa, Marwin Gonzalez, Yuli, all those guys. Reddick, all those guys were sitting with 300 uh, batting average. Actually, I take that back. Bregman wasn't. But those other six guys were. And you had six guys in your lineup, and then your seventh guy that's not batting 300 is Alex Bregman. That's why that lineup was so good last yeah. year. They all were... They all were very consistent, and whenever one was not really hot, 
The other guys picked it up. That hasn't been the case. When the bats have been cold this year, they've all been stale. It's yeah, at the same time, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And then you also can see as well that they we've changed the lineup in a major way in terms of the batting order, where we gutted a two guy and had to put Jose Altuve at two and Correa at three, which I think is fine. I think uh, especially in the type of style of bats that the Astros have, the number four batter isn't necessarily as important as the one, two, three. I think having those top three on base get runs immediately is worth more. So I actually do like the move. But unfortunately, it hasn't necessarily jolted the offense in the way that we thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I want to do something that I suggested in the World Series, and I'm glad they didn't do it in the World Series. But I'm I'm ready to do it now. Springer, I'm done with him as leadoff man. I, I I'm just I don't like him as the leadoff guy anymore. I think that's Altuve's mm. spot, and I think I think Springer at the in the four hole as the cleanup man. I think that's a better spot for him. So then, in your lineup, what would you have? I would have Altuve, Bregman, okay. Okay. Uh, Correa, Springer, and then Gurriel, and then whoever after that. That's that's Spencer's that's fair. ideal yeah. lineup. The one issue with that currently is that Bregman needs to play, be playing a little bit better, get on base more. Definitely, definitely. My thought was maybe even moving Yuli up there, but Yuli is just more power. You Josh Reddick, if, it, if they're going up against a right-handed pitcher, Josh Reddick's been doing all right. At the two, yeah. He could be the you second can, guy. You can switch between Bregman, Bregman and Reddick. Yeah, based off, yeah, that's that's kind of what my lineup Which is be. what the two has been previously. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I, I would probably put Springer three, Correa four. I do like Correa playing at the, at the four cleanup spot. And I think Springer uh, maybe – I do think moving him out of the the one as bad as it may seem because we've he's had so much success, success as the leadoff guy, mm-hmm. especially in the World Series. One in World Series MVP as the leadoff guy. And it's, it's insane. It, he's, at the end of the day, it was not a traditional – leadoff guy Jose Altuve clearly fits as a leadoff guy he's got the speed he's got the contact that's what you want you want someone on base not someone to immediately go up 1-0 which is always nice and Altuve could be capable of doing that and I for sure I think Altuve can easily get on base and then you have someone like a Bregman or a Reddick depending on the pitcher to load it up for then Springer Correa back to back so I think for the most part I do agree with you I think Mm -hmm. and you can easily interchange between Springer or Correa depending Uh, but yeah something needs to change absolutely definitely needs to change uh, so the upcoming series real quick, uh, I think we're off tomorrow if I'm not mistaken. Let me pull up our schedule and that's a quick, quick, uh, the only other thing I would add is our, uh, defense, I feel like has been leaving a little something to be desired, mm-hmm. especially, obviously we, we've seen, and no one's been playing well in left field. Um, but I, I, I think we just have to stick Reddick in left field at this point, uh, which is uh, something I revisionistly corrected myself where he <laughs> should have right. been in the first place. Uh, just because he doesn't have the strongest arm out of all the guys out there. And he's been somewhat productive defensively in left field. You just keep him there. Obviously, we have a very shallow left field that it works well to his favor. Springer, you have Well, to he's keep. been gunning down dudes in right field. I, I think we all slept on his arm. I did sleep on him a little He bit. had about three or four uh, outfield assists in a span of four days earlier this year. So, I mean, yes, we all know he has the weakest arm, but... I don't think he has a weak arm by any means. It's just weaker than Springer and Marisnik. It's it's the weaker arm is mm-hmm. absolutely what I meant. And yeah. so it's but some something has to change, and I don't I don't know what it is. It's the problem. Um, maybe you put I I I'm trying to come up with something. You would have to put Marwin at right and put Yuli at first. I think or, I, I think I think part of this has to do is just they just got to start hitting. Like the, all these players are the same guys that just won a championship. They just need to start hitting. The only thing I think you really can tangibly do to add talent to the, the lineup is Kyle Tucker. That's really all you can do. 
getting Kyle Tucker up here, and I'm not sure. I I still think they're going to stick to their plan of bringing him up in June. I agree, and the reason I agree with that is because I don't think necessarily your answer right now is adding a new person into the mix um, because you do have this camaraderie uh, with the team. It is v- they are very much all brothers in the trenches Yeah, together, they definitely which are. I rarely see from a lot of teams is all these guys are very close. And that's not saying that Tucker is going to disrupt that. Uh, I think that would be very happy for him to be on the team. But then you'd have to get rid of a guy who's relatively easy. But then you have to slate him. And then all these core of guys that you're already playing, you're going to have to like figure out, okay, so that means you're not going to play this day, and then you're not going to play this day. And I have no not- problem sending Derek Fisher back to triple and bringing I, Kyle Tucker I, I, I think You talk sure. about camaraderie. I mean, Derek Fisher, is uh, he's been with the guys for less than a year now. I, but I, I think Fisher still needs more time to grow. He and does. I think having him grow – in the majors, it's going to help him in the long run. Um, so I don't necessarily know if Fisher's the guy I would get rid of. I just I just think you need to – We did, AJ Hinch just needs to keep tweaking that batting lineup, find something that works, uh, keep moving pieces around defensively, see what he may hit. And it's, it's literally just going to be a trial and error mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I, I agree. So um, coming up uh, t- uh, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday – uh, we have at Arizona three games. Uh, the slated starters are Cole, Garrett Cole, Charlie Morton, Justin Verlander. Uh, the key matchup is going to be the Saturday game, Charlie Morton playing up against Zach Reinke. Uh, and then we follow that with the three-game series at Oakland, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, against the A's. Slated starters right there, Keiko McCullers, and then Cole again. Uh, so we are in a six-game road stand before we do have a day off uh, after those six games, and then we, we have a home series uh, against the Rangers Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So of those six games, Justin, how do you think we're going to fare? Uh, first series was Oakland A's? Yes. No, first series is the D-backs. D-backs and Oakland A's. Oh, man. D-backs have been pretty hot lately. I, it's uh, tough. I think we come out one and three as the D-backs, and we'll probably take two out of three in Oakland. So three and three. Okay, so yeah, one and two, two and one, three and three total. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's looking like it's been the case recently with the Astros. We get three one by the Yankees. Uh, we did before the Yankees play the A's, so thankfully it's not like we haven't played them at all. We've seen them already uh, this season. I will be a little bit more optimistic. I think that uh, we lose two out of three to Arizona as well, and then I think we'll sweep Oakland. Uh, Oakland just doesn't, for some reason, they're not doing as well even as i thought that they were going to be they are 500 but and that, which is i guess better than cellar dwellers uh arizona's just been playing well i really like their pitching um and then the a's i feel like recently we've just had the a's number and so i feel confident saying we can sweep them i'm going four and two also except i got two series wins in a row i think i, I i'm more optimistic because i think they can they get it figured out Win two out of three against each team i disagree with you on the sweep of oakland most vehemently because I'm sure Sean Manea is going to pitch one of those games. Against McCullers, uh, projected on and that I, Tuesday. Sean Manea is, this year's been an automatic L. So, I'll, I'll go well, He's two. lost two games this year already. He has? He's four and two. Really? Mm-hmm. Well. But again, he's perception been, is key in a lot of That's fair. That's fair. And Sean Manea is just, he's probably, for me, he's probably the league leader right now for a Cy Young right now. I do want to point out, just because I'm looking at it, uh, Next Saturday, May 12, when we play the Rangers, we're going to have another Justin Verlander Bartolo Colon matchup. Oh, <laughs> that one. We'll talk about that one next Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. But hopefully, that one turns out better. The one more like we predicted the last one would be that totally I mean, was flipped on his head, and Bartolo Colon almost pitched a perfect oh, game against us. That still Yikes. was a great game. I still wanted him to get it. But so 4 2, 4 2, 3 3. Obviously, we're not expecting that many. 
blowouts per se or like sweeps. Uh, I do think that there is, we're not going to sweep the Diamondbacks. There's no way, especially in their home turf. But Oakland, I could foresee a potential of having, I do agree Manea has just been pitching what seems like fire every day. Uh, and he is going up against McCullers, who as of late, his ERA has been dipping a bit. Uh, so I'm I, I'm I'm gonna stick with it. You know what? I'm gonna stick with it. I'm I'm, I'm gonna still say we sweep them. Uh, any other questions, comments, or concerns we got about that Astros? Man, the Astros just get it together, guys. I can't take any more losing. The, the the Astros, the Rockets. There's just been so many L's going on lately. I need yeah. someone to get uh, it a together. less than stellar draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. someone needs, we need to get together. Yeah. This is this has been the darkest. This has been the darkest few days for Houston sports in the past. Seven or eight months. It's just been nothing but highs for the past seven or eight months. Mm-hmm. This is really the first hardship that the that the Houston sports kingdom since has Deshaun been. Watson got hurt. I would say, yeah, that well, was that was a bad. Well, day. we paid the price for a championship with Deshaun yeah, Watson. Like, ACL. Was it the day after? The right? day after. Oh my god. The day after. So the curse on this city is still very much alive. If you if you have to pay an ACL for a championship, we're still cursed. We are definitely yeah. still oh, cursed. For sure. And uh, also, I just want to say, uh, oh, for the Astros, just put the ball in play. I'm tired of seeing one hits, two hits through six innings, something like that. Yeah. Every game, it's just, no more strikeouts. Yes. I mean, no, because I did watch a decent amount of the game today. It was looking bad, and then in the seventh inning, we actually did finally yeah. get it going. Bases loaded, no outs. We end up getting three runs out of it. So we do have the oh four runs out of it. I'm sorry. It so like I feel like today, even though we did lose, yeah. I feel like that wasn't necessarily on the bats. I feel like they had six terrible innings, and then they had a seventh inning where they finally woke up, and then we had a nice little solo jack with uh, Correa in the eighth. I think that was just literally bullpen pitching. Uh, Will Harris just had a terrible game, terrible outing. Um, cost us three runs, cost us the game. Uh, so I do feel a little bit better than I have in the past few days. The past few days, I've just thought that the Astros are just abhorrent uh, recently, not total team. So hopefully that today, even though it was a loss, to take some of the positives out of there, um, reflect them, you know, put them in a practice and get us some wins. I agree. Get it done, Astros. We, we need some dubs. <laughs>